Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and I am here with another special guest today. She is an entrepreneur and karaoke enthusiast. Justine Wenzel has been coaching women for over 10 years on increasing their confidence and courage muscle. She has a podcast as well called the Courage Queen Podcast, where she deep dives into raw and authentic stories of those that choose to be vulnerable, push past fear and into their purpose and encompasses personal and professional themes where the stories aim to inspire listeners to live out their purpose courageously while finding humor in everything. Welcome, Justine. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, hey, girlfriend, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here and just be able to share in hopes that, you know, I really think if I were to simplify, like my prayer is that women specifically would be able to raise their level of belief, um, specifically after hearing this, because my story is all over the place. There's so many topics that we could dig into. And, you know, from going through and facing my childhood trauma to breaking through my own belief and deciding to start this podcast through my healing journey and, you know, working it into how I coach women every single day to increase their confidence and come alongside them and help them to see their God-given potential and their gifts. And so I just love that my podcast has been able to be a complement and an extension of that to be able to just go even deeper with people because that's really where the true fruit is. Amen. I totally, totally agree. I love that we're kind of in alignment here with like what we've been through made us or contributed to us being who we are today and, and really using that and sharing what we've been through that's created our gifts and our purpose and all these other things to, to step out. And it is, it takes courage and it takes confidence. And so tell us a little bit more about how that came to be in your life. Great. So how I realized that kind of confidence was the missing link. You know, when I coach women every single day, Um, as a, I'm a business coach and like strategist, you could say beauty guru as a makeup artist. And I have the, the, the distinct privilege of being face-to-face with women every single day. And up until COVID hit, that was really a lot of face-to-face time. So I could really kind of gauge people's body language, what they were saying, kind of certain words, and then kind of stop them and say like, okay, wait a second. I want to 
kind of go deeper into what you just shared with me. And I want to uncover why, like what is holding you back in those moments? And so many of the time, what I have found is, you know, we talk about the topic, but we never really dig into the root. And so what I've found by talking to these women, trying to get them to the other side, so many times I've realized it's not that they don't have the skills or the talents or the giftings, but they don't know how to tap into those talents and giftings because they're in a crisis of confidence. And I think that there's a lot of reasons for that, but I guess one of the things that stands out the most as to why women specifically have this crisis of confidence are because they're in transition a lot of the time. They've gone from not being a mom to maybe becoming a mom. Mm -hmm. They've experienced body changes, right? Weight changes, appearance changes. And, you know, as a Christ follower, I sit there and I would love to say like, oh, I don't have any of those problems. Like everything's great. <laughs> but I'm, I have to be transparent and honest because I'm just kind of like a here it is type of person that, you know, I could stand here and say to you that though we don't find our worth and identity in those things. And I know that to be true, but I also know it to be very true and valid that just because we know we, we don't have identity there doesn't mean we don't struggle and have to combat that daily. So there's so many of those things, you know, so many women are carrying um, a list and a heavy weight of their failures, of the things where they feel like they misstepped, of broken relationships, um, changing and becoming who they want to be and feeling like they're in the messy middle of that. There's just so many things that we as women take on and so many hats that we wear that I think women have a hard time getting their footing. They have a hard time truly believing that they were called with their gifts and how to implement those gifts that go far beyond their insecurities and their circumstances. And so I kind of came to find that that for me had been holding me back because when I was um, working with a coach at one point, what I realized was I was incredibly tough on myself, very much a high achiever, worked my butt off in everything that I did, but I was completely exhausted. And, you know, you can be a workaholic and love what you're doing, but that also necessarily is not a good thing because you realize that there's not rest. You realize that there's not, um, when you feel like you can do all these things yourself and you feel like you're holding on, you're the one holding on to everything with the control that really means deep down that you don't trust God. And that's mm -hmm. what I was coming to find out is if I really trusted that God had all the pieces that he was working behind the scenes for my good then I wouldn't feel the need to constantly try to take back control in my life. And so I really started working on how can I approach this with more of an open hand to surrender my daily struggles and fears and insecurities. And 2020 actually was something that really shifted this for me because I looked into it and my word of the year was focus. And the Lord really brought me to believe that focus stood for fruit only comes upon surrender. Oh, wow. And maybe you need to hear that today because one of the things that I realized was in my way from getting the confidence that I knew was needed to press in and go forward was I wasn't confident in myself. I didn't trust other people because of what I had been through. And then God really convicted me one day and he said, do you even trust me? And I realized the sad truth that as much as I had been a faithful Christ follower, I clearly didn't trust him fully because if I did, I'd have confidence in what he told me was the truth about me. And I didn't. And so I went on a journey of trying to get to the bottom of 
How do I build my confidence? And how do I build my confidence in something that lasts? And for me, that was choosing to have intentional focus on daily time um, in God's word so that he could teach me how to see myself the way that he saw me and to see myself the way that other people saw me and for him to illuminate what my gifts were because when I was comparing around with everybody else mm. and I would say like, oh, what am I good at? And they'd be like, well, you're really funny. And I'm like, that's it. And honestly, I was kind of disappointed. Like people were like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. You always keep us laughing. You're so funny. Like that was, that was the compliment I got all the time. But to be honest with you, I was like, that's, that's it. Like I'm not, and you automatically, I think sometimes when somebody gives you a compliment and you feel like there should be more, you feel like there's more depth to you. Like you feel like that's, that's what anybody would say, whether they knew you really well or didn't know you really well. And so I looked into that and said, okay, there's a problem here because if I'm disappointed by someone's compliment, because I'm automatically going into a mental space of, well, I guess I must not be smart. I guess I must not be qualified. I guess I must not be amazing because they just think that I'm funny. I was not allowing myself to have full access or I was more, I guess more specifically, I was not allowing others to have more access to me to truly get to know me because I just always kept people at an arm's length mm -hmm. and always knew what my coping was gonna be to keep people from hurting me. And so I had to start reworking that. And one of the ways that I reworked that was every single day, I would speak four things. Like I would start by saying, this is something I'm specifically good at. And I just want to even break that down even further because one of the things that I realized was, and maybe you're in this place, is like if somebody were to say, if you had to write down a list of all your giftings and what you loved about yourself, that was really difficult for me because honestly, I had trouble coming up with, with things to put on that list. And so sometimes in the beginning, we have to go to people that we trust and we have to specifically ask God, like help work through people in my life to point out my giftings, but also don't allow me to stay there because I want to be able to have that direct communication and link to you. I don't want to just rely on other people to tell me what I'm good at. I know you've created me for such a time as this with specific giftings. Help me develop those giftings and help show me what they are. And when you ask God for that, it's the same kind of thing as acting for wisdom. Like when you ask God for those things, he will answer. He will start to work through people. He'll start to bring things to the surface. It's not like the sky just opens up and he's like, Justine, your giftings <laughs> are that you're funny, but you're also very good at loving other people. Like, you know, he's not going to just like in the moment, like probably tell you, but he's going to start working through his word. And you're going to start confirming that with things that people say to you. And sometimes you have to be brave and courageous in those moments to ask those people in your life, hey, I really feel like I'm having a crisis of confidence a little bit. Would you be able to give me the gift of maybe speaking something into my life and telling me what you feel like is something that I've done to impact you? What is it about me that's helped you be a better person? What effect have I had on you? Because I would really love to know from your perspective where you see where I'm strong so that I could dig into those giftings and pray over them to make them stronger and develop them. And so it really took me getting out of my comfort zone. Mm. I had to ask really some really hard questions, some really kind of awkward questions, but that's really how things started shifting. And it was the daily decision and the consistency to look myself in the mirror. And as Mel Robbins would say, like, give yourself a high five and truly love the person that I was seeing, regardless of what I saw looking back at me. And I started reworking and putting those pieces back together that I felt like were very shattered and broken. 
And I started to see myself a different way. Wow. There was so much goodness in what you just had to share. I, I totally agree. I've got like all these stars in my notes next to like things that I want to bring up here, but I totally agree. God is a God of confirmation. When he shows you something or speak something over you, he's going to put it in front of you multiple times, whether it's a scripture verse that he's wanting you to really lean into and dig into. Um, I've had like where a scripture verse came up in my Bible study and then the pastor talked about it. And then I ran into a friend at the grocery store and she said something. And then I had a podcast guest who said something, and then I was reading somebody else's social media posts and it was just like all confirming. Right. And so I totally agree with that. One of the things that you had said was, um, like these, this kind of like feedback, right. That you were getting from people. What would you say about me? And they're like, oh, you're funny. And you're like, wait, that's it. That's like, I, first thing I had wrote down is like, part of you is hiding. And I think so many of us, it's kind of like this vicious circle where we're hiding to protect ourselves. So people don't know the real us, but then people don't know the real us. So they, they can't like respond or like do life with us in a way that like is truly life-giving but it's because we're hiding, but it makes us want to hide. And so it's kind of like this vicious cycle that we can get ourselves caught up into when we are in that state of hiding. And I love that you sat with yourself, like the things that you knew, but then also went to God and like asked him, but then went to trusted people in your life too. And I actually have in the life and goals planner, it's a personal assessment survey. One of the first things that I have people do I have them fill it out for themselves because they know themselves, but then also share it to like three or five trusted friends that know them at least to some extent. But then a lot of times what we find is when we get that survey back, it is, there is that gap, like you had said, but it shines a light on like, kind of what are we putting out in the world versus who are we actually? Um, and I love that you had like encouraged people to strike that balance, like between what other people are saying, but also like, what does God say about you and who you are in your time with him? I love that you had mentioned about control and like the control was a sign that you didn't trust God. And then you're like, oh, you know, I needed to surrender. I needed confidence in myself. I need to trust people. And then I was like, I need to trust God do I even trust God? And I had a very, very similar moment in my life where it, I had this, it was almost like a midlife crisis. Um, my husband referred to it as, but he's like, you're way too long, young for a midlife crisis. Call that a quarter life crisis. Quarter life, a yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> so I had like a quarter life crisis and it was like, I found myself in a position where I didn't trust anybody around me. And I, it was causing me to not trust myself because if like, these are the people I've surrounded myself with and they're not trustworthy. Can I trust myself to even be a good judge of character? And then it, it came down to like, wow, I I'm not in a good space right now because I don't even trust God. And so I made a commitment, almost like a covenant to God at that point. Like I am going to know God intimately so that I can trust him. And, and I dug in to just like study, what does he say about himself and who he is? Like, what are the characteristics of God that he gives us in scripture and like growing in this intimate relationship with him so that I could trust him. And that was just like huge, totally life-changing season 
for me. Um, a couple other things that you had talked about was a lot of people will talk about the topic without getting to the root. And I just, I just shared something about that the other day. It was like, a lot of us work really hard and focus on changing the fruit, but we're just leaving the root like in there that's producing all of this ugly fruit. So I love that you do that work with people too. And then the last thing that I want to touch on is your focus. Like, wow, incredibly powerful acronym. Like if that's the only thing somebody takes away from this episode, right? uh, yeah, fruit only comes upon surrender, like huge. I totally, totally agree. Yeah. Do you have that spot that like, like, where is that spot where you feel like God speaks to you? Because for me, it's like, I'm taking a shower and I think it's because like, I can't focus on, I can't focus quote unquote on anything else. So those are always like my light bulb moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, God spoke to me. I mean, I remember through my healing journey, just like taking a shower, same kind of thing, not really. And then like, God would just connect and fill in a gap for me of something that I had been worrying about, praying about, not understanding about my story. I was, I was trying to put those puzzle pieces together. And one of the things that I really love that somebody shared with me was that God gives you all the puzzle pieces but he doesn't give you the outside of the puzzle so that you actually see what it looks like. So we're over here trying to like, you know, we're taking the puzzle piece and we're like, okay, does this one fit? It kind of fits. It's kind of jacked up, but like, does it kind of fit in here? You know how like there's those pieces that are not the correct piece that's supposed to click in, but we try to like force it and try to make it fit. Cause we're like, yeah, this works. Right. But we don't have the picture of what it's supposed to look like. Like what is the grand scheme of our life looking like? And God knows that long before we do. And we're just trying to put these pieces together and we're trying to make it work and we're trying to do it at our own strength. And, you know, one of the things I want to just touch on very quickly that you said is, you know, in your planner that you have where you're like, okay, I know myself. I, so I know this about so I'm going to do a self-assessment. I'm just going to throw kind of a wrench in this real quick, because if you've been through, my guess would be, and this is just my experience, maybe it's not anyone else's, but I want to give people permission as well as I want to reassure somebody, whoever's listening, because I feel like God is telling me I need to say this. Maybe you don't know who you are. Mm. See, I, after I went through um, a childhood season of abuse, as I was becoming a young adult, and even all through my 20s, until I actually broke the silence, I was 30 years old. I had lived over, at that point, like almost 20 years in silence about what had happened to me. And to be honest with you, I was in, I was having panic attacks. I was always questioning everything. I didn't feel secure in any decision I was making. I didn't feel like I could trust other people. Like, like we kind of talked about, but I think that that's what I struggled with the most. If I really were to look at it is I didn't feel like I knew myself. Mm -hmm. I remember literally being in tears and being like, I don't know who I am. The only thing I know is what people have told me and what people had told me was that I was an extrovert and that I talked a lot and that I made them uncomfortable sometimes because they were more introverted. And it, I really let the things that other people were saying about me, because, you know, like someone could give you 10 compliments, but then they have one criticism and the criticism is what you'll always remember. Yep. That's what the enemy will try to latch onto and try to literally try to basically brainwash you to think that that's really who you are. And that there's a problem with who you are and that you need to change who you are and that you're not good enough. And, you know, one of the things that always bothers me is when people say like, I am enough. And I just want to challenge that mm. because I don't really believe that I am enough. I feel like if I were enough, I wouldn't need Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I had to sit and look at myself and say, 
no, I'm not enough. You know what? And that's okay. It's okay that I'm not enough because this is why I need Jesus in my life. This is why I need him to guide my thoughts and my path because I didn't feel confident in my path. And that was really what started my podcast. Like if I were to say, who was the person that is listening to my podcast that I feel like I was speaking to, I was speaking to who I was. I didn't feel confident in myself. I didn't feel confident in my life path. I was like, am I making the right decisions? How do I know there's so much noise in the world? I don't feel like I can hear God's clear prompting because I feel like I can't hear his voice. I feel like I don't know who I am and what I'm good at. And so, you know, like without getting too much into that, maybe you're feeling that way. Maybe the thought of doing a self-assessment gives you a lot of anxiety because you're like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm good at. And I think if that's the way that you're feeling, that's the best opportunity right there for you to focus and draw in to God, like a, a magnet right? Like a moth to a flame. Like you're just like, okay, yep, surrender. And I'm getting there because if you go in and just say, you know what, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to surrender all of this to you. I don't, I don't know who I am. I need you to help teach me who I am. I know you've called me, but I'm unsure of, of the calling. I'm unsure of why I'm here. And I really believe for a long time that like I had one specific purpose, you know, I was kind of that person that like I don't know if you've ever seen, like my mom makes fun of me every time I bring this up, but I had watched the movie Simon Birch, which if you haven't seen the movie Simon Birch, like seriously, you need to see it because it is incredible. But in the movie, I'm not going to give it away, but in the movie, Simon Birch figures out he's this kid and he figures out his ultimate purpose. And it's this really dramatic purpose of like him, like doing something really grand. And somehow I got it in my head when I was young. And this is what's also important too, is you want to dial back and, and think to yourself, what are the things that I came to believe? And are those true? Or were mm -hmm. those just reinforced because of positive and negative experiences that, that I lived in? And for whatever reason, I caught on quickly in a young age that that was what your purpose was that it was grand, that it was exciting, that it was this adventure, that it was you saving a whole bunch of people and like having this giant moment of courage, like you're scaling down, you know, a building in New York city and you're like saving people, like, because there's a fire. Like, I really did believe that that was, that was the purpose that God had for me. I could feel that it was big, but I didn't know what it was. And what I've come to find out in growing in confidence with my father is that it's not one thing. God's purpose could be as simple as your purpose is to use the gifts I've given you of humor and to be straight up with people and to be honest and raw with people and to draw them to me and to put a spotlight on me, to use the crazy stories that happen in your life to draw people to me. You know, like one of the things I've realized is I do have a big mouth and God knows that because that's <laughs> like, people may criticize that, but at the same time, like I've had to be at peace with, God called me to that. If he wanted me to be different, he would have made me different. He didn't make me different. So stop allowing other people to steal those seeds and plant those seeds, I should more so say, of doubt in your spirit about who he's called you to be and why, because he uses my talkative, loud voice. And I used to not like my voice. And now it's the thing that people compliment me on all the time on my podcast, which I crack up over because I'm like, I hated my voice my entire life. I got made fun of for my voice my entire life. Like, it's just, it's funny that the things that you give power to and the things that you listen to and how they direct your path. And are you living one with the world or are you living for the approval of your father? And you really have to ask yourself that hard question, but then you also have to look at the fruit. If I'm living for my father, then I wouldn't 
allow other people to steal my identity from me. But are you? So, you know, I think it's very uncomfortable. And I know that was kind of like a long answer, but I feel like there's, there's a lot of nuggets in there because people just have to understand that like, it's uncomfortable. It is like anxiety inducing to say, I have to dig into some really hard questions and I have to push past what is normal in the world today. And I have to push past comparison because everything is out for me to see on social media. And it's a daily battle of trying to figure out, did I, do I even feel better from looking at this or do I feel worse? Mm -hmm. Is this draining my energy? Like, what is it? So I think, you know, we have to ask ourselves those really difficult questions, but we have to be willing to get uncomfortable. You have to anticipate and expect that getting to the other side means that you're going through uncomfortable in a season. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, this feels great to grow. This is so mm. exciting and fun. <laughs> you know? Yes. Growing doesn't feel great. Um, no. <laughs> a does. lot of the times, right? It's, it's a duality, right? You go through the hard stuff so that you can come out better on the other side and stronger and more courageous and more confident. And I love that you had talked about like we have to challenge those beliefs and like where they come from and do we actually believe them or have we been led to believe them from circumstances or what people said, or even our own confirmation bias that says, yes, this is true. Believe this. And I love that you had brought this up the whole, I am enough because it grinds my gears. Every time I hear somebody say that, like, no, you're not. And the only reason that you are is because of Christ, right? If you're a believer, like you have to have that surrender. And, um, and there's a lot of people that I know that will disagree with that. Like you are enough, you have everything that you need when you have Christ in Christ. Yeah. You yes. are enough in Christ is yes. literally. So I feel like there just needs to be a, like a fill in the blank, you know, like when you see those things and they like cross it out or something, it should just be like, I am enough in Christ. That's yes. what it should be. That's mm -hmm. the complete sentence right there. If you're looking for it. And Again, I know that that's probably going to rub some people the wrong way because they're going to be mm -hmm. like, well, that's not empowerment. Well, guess what? I operate like through the approval of only one person. And I'm not really concerned about anything else outside of that because I've lived my life mm. for over 30 years now, realizing that I gave my power away to every single person who I felt like had something that I was craving. And I was going to them for the things that I needed to be going to God for. Yeah. And that was one of the biggest things that was illuminated to me is that I was focusing way too much of, of the ways of the world and what people had to say and putting all my trust and security. I'm like, well, she thinks I'm this, or she doesn't think I'm this. And do I need to change? And, you know, having all of this self-doubt and this crisis of confidence that was totally unnecessary. If I just digged into the person who knew me and who, and who made me. Yeah. To me, it is empowerment. And it is empowering. And I challenge yeah. anybody who thinks that the whole, like, I am not enough or I am enough in Christ, like not being empowering, like, what is it in you that believes that? Because to me, when I accept that and I believe that as truth, it takes so much weight off of me and pressure and questioning yeah. about who I am because right. I know, and it's the same thing. Like, worthiness, right? And like self-worth is a huge thing for me. And I actually, I created a sticker, designed a sticker and like, you can buy it in my shop, but it says I am worthy in Christ. 
And it's the same thing. Like I am enough in Christ because we can't forget that. And it's a great reminder. And really when I dug into and did this like exploratory couple of hours on worthiness and worth and self-worth, like where does it come from? There is nothing in scripture that says you alone in your own strength and your own understanding is worthy period. You are only worthy because of Christ. And when you surrender to him and the, the power of him and what he's done for us. And so super, super huge topic. You had also touched on, um, really like that reclaiming your confidence and who you are and the whole question of like what other people have said about you. Right. Because like you and I, we relate in that area going through these, um, childhood trauma and, and this self-discovery phase. Right. I was in that same space was like, I don't even know who I am. I can't even trust my decisions and all of that stuff, panic attacks, like, and coming back to that, I don't know who I am. And it was like, it did make me feel pressure and questioning. Um, but I love that you gave that permission and reassurance that you don't have to, and you can like draw near to God to have those questions answered. And I love that you brought it up because I just double checked episode 43 of your podcast, the courage queen podcast, you and I just jumped on a zoom call and we were just having a really great conversation about this. And you're like, hold up, we need to be recording this. Yeah, Um, I'm like, hold up. We got to do a quick record because this is like, God is like in the moment with us right now, like basically sitting down and having Starbucks with us and it's getting real. So let's just do it. It was great. Super, super powerful. Well, I love everything that you had to share. I love that um, you had asked too, like, where is your space that God connects with you? And I love that you said the shower. Like I was thinking about that and like instantly my my response came water. Like he connects with me in the water. Like some of the greatest downloads that I've received have been when I'm in the bathtub because I'm super like I'm naked, I'm vulnerable, right? Like like God is able to see me right now, like not just see me physically, but like my heart and he knows like my desires and he knows my worries and my fears. Um, but some of my greatest downloads have come in the bathtub other ones while I'm swimming. And then I remember one of my greatest ones was in the shower where God had just like gave me the picture of my testimony, like from his eyes, like, look, this is like, if you could put a physical like picture of what happened And it was just, it was beautiful. And so for me, it was like, I believe that God took like all of this, these icky parts of my childhood trauma and locked them in a box, like way back in the back of the filing system. Whereas like anytime, like something would sneak out, it was, um, it was just like, nope, that's too bad. It's a lie. Like put it away. You know, we can't deal with that right now. So it was like a coping mechanism, like this natural response that my body had, but then God waited to open that box until like his hands were right here to catch me. And he knew when I fell, it was going to be into his arms, not into like severe addiction and self-harm and all these other things, which like addiction was part of my story. Like I was stuck in that for a while, but God delivered me from that too. So huge amen there. But like, that was one of my biggest, like, I guess shifts in my relationship with him, with him was allowing him to repaint that story and that picture for me. And it was in the shower. And so I love that you had brought that up because it's, it's cool. And I encourage everyone that's listening to ask yourself that question, where is it for you? And then sit in that space more, like take longer showers. If it's in the shower, if it's in the bath, like 
take more baths. If it's in your closet, you know, when you're just sitting in there on your knees, prioritize spending more time in there and just connect with him for him to really uncover who you are and all of every, so much, everything comes from that, your gifts, your passions, how you're able to step out in the world, your confidence, your courage, and, um, and really what you're able to do as, you know, measly old Sasha or, (laughs) you know, Justine to have kingdom impact and truly, um, do the good works that he created you for. Um, one thing I want to touch on Justine is like, I know you've been through like really hard stuff and hard seasons and you're another one of those that you had said right now, just more like a season of growing and growth and stepping out of your comfort zone, which you had mentioned before. Do you want to touch briefly on like, what does this look like or feel like for you right now to like step forward and make an investment and lean in and, and go to this like next level of growth for yourself? Yeah. I'm so glad that you asked that. And I just want to touch on one visual that God just gave me that I'm just like, that has me cracking up right now for whatever reason. I don't even know. This is just funny to me, but so, you know, like doing a trust fall. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't just like, you wouldn't just do a trust fall just like in the middle of like the street or literally in general, you wouldn't do a trust fall without knowing that someone was going to be there to catch you. Like think about Mm -hmm. when you were little and you did a trust fall and you're like, all right, yeah, you got it. And there was like that moment of fear where you're like, but what if they don't catch me? What if they drop me? Like, what if they get distracted? And like, they're like, you know, all the fears. So why do we do that in life? Mm. Like God just gave me this visual of like, why do we just, it's literally like we walk through life and we're doing a trust fall but we're not clearing it with God so that he can catch us. Mm. So God is willing to let us like fall on our face or fall on our back because that's how we learn. And that's how we grow. And it hurts. Like it physically actually hurts if you were to do that. Mm-hmm. So why do we do that in our lives? Like, why do we just openly, we're like, all right, I'm doing a trust fall. And then like you go back and you just somehow think that like, God's just going to always come to your rescue. And I'm not saying that he's not going to, but I'm saying like, we need to operate in a way where we are in direct communication with him to be like, okay, God, I'm taking the step, you know, maybe the step to invest in your business. Maybe that's a trust fall. Maybe the step to um, focus on your finances and make different choices and say no. So that, you know, like Craig Rochelle would always say that I love, you know, discipline is um, saying no to something you want right now for something that you want most mm-hmm. so that you can say yes to what you want most. And I, I kind of think of it that way. Like, how, you know, you're, you're not just going to go into this like willy nilly and just be like, no, I'm good. I can do some my own strength. Like, I don't need someone to catch me in my trust fall. Cause I'm going to catch myself. Like, I mean, just think about how yeah. silly that even sounds, you know yeah. what I mean? So I don't know. I just wanted to share that it's super ridiculous, but, um, I just feel like God, like, because I'm a humorous person, God speaks to me in these like funny situations yeah. that I feel like that I need to share with the world. But anyways, it um, makes me think of Philippians 4:13 when you said that, because it is like, just like the, I am enough. Right. I feel like well, this right. is a scripture verse that people use out of context all the time. Yes. Like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay. Through Christ. Yes. Yeah. But not when you're doing stupid stuff. Right. Like, just because you can, doesn't always mean you should either. Like yes. let's just go ahead and exactly. So, okay. Repeat your question one more time, actually. Cause I really want to make sure I get into this. You were talking about, um, you know, digging into hard stuff. Like you're in kind of this challenging season, this hard, difficult yes. season, because you're in this major season of growth right now. Yeah. So the biggest thing that comes to mind with you asking that is I had this girl on my podcast recently. 
and she created a visual for me. I'm a very visual person. So she created this visual for me that was basically like, you're at a different season with God and you have to ask God what season you're in. And she gave me this visual of like literally the seasons and the fact that they don't necessarily go in order. So you have to ask God what season you're in and what does that mean? So she gave these really powerful visuals that were like, okay, maybe you're in a winter season. So from the outside, it's cold, it's barren, there's isolation. It's more about going within. And then, you know, fall is, you know, things are changing. You're in transition. Like she gave all these really great examples. And then, you know, summer is, like kind of fun. That would be essentially like you're in your winning season. Everything is lush. Everything's colorful. It's vibrant. Everything's outwardly exposed and shown. And so when she came on my podcast and was talking about that, something really stuck with me because I started being like, I've never even thought of my life that way. I've never even thought to even ask God that. Like I was actually pretty blown away with how much of an impact that's made on my life. And so I decided that I was going to dig into that. And I said to God, I said, God, what season am I in right now? And then she also suggested asking, what season am I going into? What season are you preparing me for? And one of the things that I felt like God had spoken to me is that I have been in a season of winter for a long time. Most of COVID has been winter for me because I've had to go go in. You know, one of the best things because of this whole experience was that I couldn't have busyness and busyness as a coping mechanism and hanging out with people and forgetting about what was going in my head because I didn't want to deal with it. I just chose to dump, to jump in a hundred percent and be like, okay, God, there's no time like the present. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. And in a way it was God's perfect timing, but obviously we're coming out of that season. So you're going to have to like come up against some of these, again, hard questions and situations to say like, do I really want to get to the other side? Because if I do, it's not going to be easy. I'm going to go through a season probably of isolation. I'm going to be crying a lot. I'm going to have to readjust the way that I'm working and the way that I take care of myself in order to supplement and create this balance that's necessary for when we're healing. You know, there's so much emotional output that, I was like, okay, I'm in this winter season. So I have to say no to a lot. And I had to be okay with that because that was very not my nature. And then I asked God, okay, what season am I in now? And God kind of started showing me like, you're in, you're going into spring season. And guess what spring season is? New things popping up, new, beautiful, and, you know, beautiful flowers popping up. You know, you're watering and you're waiting for things to bloom and to push through the hard season into something new. And so God kind of gave me in 2022, like just crossing over that my, my verse is all about trusting him. My verse is all about, I'm creating a new thing. My verse is see, I am doing a new thing and focusing on suddenly, you know, it's time to start something new and trust the magic of, of new beginnings. And that's really what I'm living by because God has shown me that seasons are seasons. They don't necessarily go in order but I feel a lot more equipped, you know, he equips the called and I feel a lot more equipped at this stage in my life to be able to take on any struggle and to be able to look at it in terms of exactly how he says in his word, I can look at it with joy, knowing that he's refining me, knowing that he cares and loves me enough. It's kind of like when you have a coach that they don't just allow you to just skate on by and do whatever you want. They are hard on you because they love you. And that's how our father is. He loves you. He's hard on you sometimes because he wants you to push through. 
And so look at it as God loves me so much that he's willing to take me through this season with him by my side, because he knows what the fruit will produce. And so it's been really, you know, exciting. I feel like I've been very excited for the first time in a long time, because I feel like I needed that reviving so desperately. I needed that living water and it was a really, really dry season for a really long time. I'm going to say almost two years of my, of my healing journey. And I started the podcast, um, about a year in after I really felt like I really experienced true healing and, you know, and then God had some surprises along the way where he was like, but are you healed though? Like, let's just like, let's just like poke this bruise a little bit and like, see what's happening there. And there were situations where I would be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm great. Like, I don't need to like rework any of this stuff. And then something would happen. And it was like, somebody was poking that bruise and exposing it again. And then I had to say, okay, I can either be annoyed by this, or I can choose to say, you know what the work is, you know, school's never out for the pro. There's still plenty I can learn. And he's equipping me to help reach more people when I get to the fullness of, you know, it's not a completion. I'm not like getting to the end of it. I'm continuing to dig into him so that I can become more like him every day and help serve other people with the gifts that he's given me. And I'm just really grateful that, um, that I've gotten to that place because to be honest with you, I didn't know that that place was possible. I would have never dreamed that that place was possible to be in. I was in a really, really dark, dark season. And, you know, just to kind of tie it all up, I just want to just encourage whoever's listening to this, that, um, your story is not wasted. Your pain is not going to be wasted. God is doing a new thing and it, it may seem like you're alone or you can't hear his voice. It may seem like it's distant, like he's holding you at an arm's length. Um, and like, you're yelling and you're like, who's, who's coming for me? God, where are you? There were a lot of moments like that. And I'm just going to tell you that it, it was the daily showing up every day, regardless of what the circumstances looked like. Just because I didn't hear his voice, I I kept digging in and trusting and knowing like this is all part of the process for me and I'm chosen and appointed to bear fruit and it's not going to be pretty, but it's going to be worth it. And we're like diamonds, you know, like God, God, God is the amount of refining that happens. Consider it a gift that God loves you that much. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. He loves you enough to refine you. You are chosen and appointed to bear fruit. I love it. I have nothing to add. That was a powerful ending here today. Justine, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. Um, I just know so many people are going to benefit from this. I've got an entire page of messy, messy notes here that, um, that I'm going to be taking away questions. I can ask myself, some thought shifts that took place here. And then also just encouragement to, um, to dig in and lean in and, and cling to the Lord. And you are chosen and appointed to bear fruit. Powerful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sasha.